Life can be hard, and sometimes you just need an internet bestie to help you out. That's where I come in. Welcome to the Dear Imani Podcast, an advice-based show that reminds you to put yourself first and live in your purpose. And don't worry, I'll always give you the real tea. Need advice or have a story? Send me a message on our Instagram at Dear Imani Podcast or DearImani.com. Tune in every Friday for a new episode. See you there. Sincerely, Imani. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Dear Imani podcast. I'm your host, Imani, obviously. I'm finally back in the studio. I've been I've been recording at home, so you guys haven't seen my face in some weeks, literally since Halloween. But we are here, we're back in the studio, and I have a super special guest. I definitely tease this, but it's my friend, my sister queen, former Miss Virginia USA, a current destination videographer. And you guys might know her from The Bachelor. We have Susie Evans. (laughs) She's in Dirimani. In studio. In studio. (laughs) I'm so happy to have you. Thank you so much for coming. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy to be here. Like I am in your podcast studio. Like (sighs) this is crazy. Okay. Okay. First of all, let me just say, for if you guys don't know, you might have seen Susie on TV, but she is the nicest, sweetest person in the world. Like a hundred, like literally Back at you though. Like for real. Not us fangirling over each other. No, I like honestly though. Like on the way over here, I was like doing a little story and like I went on a tangent about how amazing you are. And I was like, wait, I actually sound kind of creepy. Like I couldn't post it because I was like, she's the most encouraging person. And I'm like, she's the kind of woman that you look up to. Like I'll never forget. It was like semi-recently, but I'm like, the word stuck with me when you were like, all these people start YouTubes, all these people do podcasts and everyone's like, oh, it's so saturated, but it's like, someone's got to make it. And you're Mm -hmm. like, why not me? Yeah. And I'm like, that's the attitude everyone should have about pursuing your passions and your dreams. And I'm like, that's like true inspiration. Like I think about those words and I'm like, why not us? Yeah. I was thinking about like, okay, there's, say there's like a 20 million influencers right now. Yeah. I just watch the same ones until we die. Yeah. So until I'm 80, 90 years old, we got to watch the same bitches. Mm -hmm. No. Like, we can be those bitches, too. We can swoop in at 70 <laughs> yeah. for all I care. Yeah, exactly. But she's just super sweet. And even, like, you're so supportive. Like, mm-hmm. our one of our sister queens has a jewelry brand, Gina. And, like, wearing her jewelry brand and, like, you know, knowing that you have this really cool platform but then still mm-hmm. caring to share it with the rest of us in a way, you know? Oh, you're you. just really supportive and sweet. But y'all have to know that Susie is that girl, okay? <laughs> like, and you we will get to The Bachelor and everything, but... You always got like really good. I use the wrong terminolo- terminology because I say reviews. Like I say, like you won the Bachelor. Like it's a competition. That, <laughs> I know. Like yeah. it's like a game show. Like a game show. Or yeah. I say like, oh, That's you got so really funny. good reviews. It's like reviews. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you're a human being. Wait, reviews? Like, like what? Like you're, everyone thinks you. Like everyone knows you're super sweet. Oh my like, gosh! Like when I would thank see you. Comments, oh, those are my reviews. Those are your reviews. <laughs> yeah, your reviews are you're so nice, so genuine. Like Aww. friends that I have at work that watch The Bachelor, they were, before they knew I knew you, they were like, Susie's just really sweet. You could tell she's like a genuine person. Oh and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is because I know her. Thank <laughs> but you. yeah, so oh, we're fangirling nice. over each other. Oh my but gosh. overall, thank you so much for coming. Yes. So we met during our reign at as, as Miss Washington USA, Miss Virginia USA in 2020. And you actually went to Miss Teen USA too, right? I did. And you did too, right? Yeah. Yeah. But oh, I think goodness. we were like, Two years, one or two years apart. What year did you go? 2013. That was 2011 in the Bahamas. Oh, Bahamas. Bahamas. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So we both were those girls. We were those girls in yeah, Bahamas. In the Bahamas. <laughs> um, but we met during our Miss USA reign and we had an interesting year because mm-hmm. it was the pandemic and it was it was just a mess. It, it was, was wild. It was wild. It was unlike the the experience you think it's gonna be. Yeah, we were like in our rooms most of the time. Yeah, in the most of the time. But we connected. Yes. I when we first met at Miss California USA, 
that mm-hmm. January in 2020. Right. Um, and and you we drove me. Yeah, I drove you, drove you to the after party. To the after party. Think, yeah. And I remember since then, I was like, oh, this girl is so nice. I like her. <laughs> so we clicked there. And then during our whole reign, like leading up to Miss USA, we'd always talk. Yeah. Um, so I feel like we talked about like a lot of things, like even body image. We talked about mm-hmm. a lot because we were both like working out and yes. like in the same position of not necessarily being naturally the skinniest. And right. that's a whole different discussion when it, it comes is. to pageantry and stuff. But and we connected through that. Yeah. Yes. And it being like the 2020 year, like ever, I was like afraid to go to the gym mm-hmm. because we didn't know that much about COVID yet. And like my dad was sick at the time. So like I was like, I'm afraid to go in public and like I'm not a runner and I'm not naturally that girl with the body yeah. yaddy yaddy. <laughs> so like it was such a struggle like training for Miss USA and not go, not having a gym to go to in my situation. Like it was so weird. Yeah. So unusual. But yeah, we definitely connected over all of that. And honestly, we're stronger for it. Yeah, no, literally. And then because Washington, Virginia, we were in the same like line yes. group. So we got to connect during that time too. So it's just been... It's been real nice, yes. you know, like that Miss USA. I feel like if anything, we all got friendships out of it and connections. Mm-hmm. So I think that's usually the best part is the sisterhood. 100%. That's definitely the best part. So when did you, why did you start pageants? We'll start with pageants. Okay. Um, I would say, I mean, I got a pamphlet in the mail for National American Miss when I was like 12. <gasps> I know. and We're the same person. <laughs> we are. We are. And I was like, oh my gosh, mom, please. Like, I really want to do this. Like, I was not a girly girl at all all like I I wouldn't say I was like a tomboy because I wasn't like athletic but I was just not I was just like a little dweeb I think but I I wanted to be like in a dress or like in a pretty gown or whatever like that was not me at all my and it wasn't my mom like I didn't know how to do my hair like we didn't do our nails like we were just not girly girls at all but there was something about it that was like so exciting to me and I went the first year and I was so bad I forgot to say my name on stage you know when you say like your name your age and your town I forgot my own name on stage <laughs> and my parents were like, okay, like maybe it's not for her. And of course, at National American Miss, there's like anywhere from like 100 to like 300 to 500 girls. Like it's yeah. crazy. There's so many people that compete. And I became so obsessed with it. Like the whole year, I just was like practicing in my room, like trying to get better. Like just I, I like embraced the whole thing so much. And then the next year I came back and I was in the top five. Like so I went from like not making it, like forgetting my own name on stage, literally having the wor- – not that the wardrobe matters that much, but just mm-hmm. like being like I don't even know what I was wearing yeah. that first year. <laughs> and, and, struggle. Yes. And then coming back the next year and I think I was in the top five. And like I, I always like placed in the top five for mm-hmm. like three or four years. And then um, – or maybe it was just three years. And then I never placed again. Or I oh, never okay. – I didn't compete again. Oh, okay. Um, and I was kind of like, oh, I don't want to do pageants anymore. Like, I was kind of starting to struggle with body image mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and then when I was 17, I noticed that Miss Virginia Teen US – or Miss Virgin- Miss Teen USA had the New York Film Academy scholarship. And I was like, I want to go to film school. This is my chance. And I had yeah. to beg my mom. Um, and they had locals at the time in Virginia and she was like, you can do a local. And if you win the local, they'll like pay your way to state or whatever. And my dad was like, Jean, like, what if she wins? Then we got to do this. And yeah, she was like, real. she won't win. <laughs> like, oh, no. She tells me it now and we laugh about it, but she, was, she didn't tell me this at the time. But my mom was like, Tom, she's not going to win. Like, it's fine. And then I won the, the local <laughs> and then I won the state and they oh, were like, no. damn it, we got to go to the Bahamas. <laughs> do the most. Yeah. <laughs> And that's when we had swimsuit competitions. So yes. now at Miss Teen USA, they have activewear, mm-hmm. um, which is really cool for that for that age. But like we were teenagers walking around in a little swimsuit, swimsuit <laughs> like, bikinis. Who do we think we were? Yes. 
<laughs> I know I have like a photo shoot in the Bahamas, like in my swimsuit, and there's like a seal beside me. <laughs> like, what like, is oh, this? In the 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 age is like fourteen to seventeen. Yeah. So you have like fourteen year olds in bikinis, in bikinis walking on the stage, yeah. like. Like what, what is happening? What is going on? Those what was it? Chinese laundry heels, or, yeah. or maybe it was uh no? What were those ones that were really popular with like the rhinestones on the top? Oh yeah, I don't know the brand. I forget the brand, but they were so popular. Yeah, at one we're point. we're basically wearing like stripper heels. Yeah, in a little bikini at like 15, 16, 17 years old. So there's that. It was wild. <laughs> we don't talk time. about we it. Don't talk that about it anymore. <laughs> But then, so then you did that, and then did you take a break, mm-hmm. and then you jumped into Miss Virginia? I did. I actually competed one year at Miss Missouri America, just for oh, fun. Okay. Yeah, I just, like, I, I did the last prelim of the year, and I was like, why not? And then I competed, and I didn't place or anything. Like that. Yeah. And I was just, I was just having a good time. Yeah. What was your talent? <laughs> I sang. Oh. But I wouldn't, like, say that publicly, so, like, nobody tell anybody. Because yeah, okay. I never want to, like, ever have to sing again in front of people. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you're singing the national anthem, like, at the Lakers game I, one, <laughs> one day. <laughs> Please no, that's my worst nightmare. <laughs> Literally, I used to do it at like uh, basketball games or whatever, like local ones. And it yeah. was like, I would hate it because I would be a title holder and they'd be like, we want you to like come sing. And I'd be like, I, I actually would rather not. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we, like I said, we went to Miss, Miss USA together. So that experience itself, like when you were preparing for Miss USA and when you left Miss USA, like what was what was your headspace like? Because I know for all of us, it was something. <laughs> it was rough. Yeah. Like I drove from Virginia to Memphis because again, I was so afraid of COVID. I was like, mm. just, I was afraid. I was like, if I catch COVID on the plane, then I can't compete. And oh my God. Yeah. I think because there were we had two teens that caught yeah, it. Yeah, two teens that caught it. We, we had a very, like, we took like five, we took a COVID test before we got there. Mm-hmm. And then through our week, we took like five. COVID test. Yeah. So it was really intense. So if you tested positive, you were done. You're like out. you were out. And like, <laughs> your dream just crumbles. Your dream's gone. Like just imagine that. Like getting there. Oh, yeah. you have COVID. Girl, you gotta go home. Yeah. Bye. I'm not going home. No. I would wear a mask on that stage. Yes. I would be in a bubble. I'm we walking did on that wear stage. masks on stage. <laughs> we did wear masks on it was stage. Awful. Yeah. It, it was, was actually awful. We had bedazzled like Masks that yeah. matched our evening gowns. It was so bad. <laughs> you guys watch it on, watch it on YouTube. Yeah. If you it's, <laughs> it's so bad. Um, but leading up to Miss USA, I mean, I was just having a really tough year in general, like lifestyle wise. Like I quit my job to start my business. My business failed because all weddings were canceled in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was broke. And then my company that I quit was on a hiring hold because of COVID. And then I didn't qualify for unemployment because I had actually quit my job. So, like, I was just broke, like, blowing through my savings to pay for Miss USA. Mm -hmm. Like, and there's so many – it's not just, like, wardrobe. It's, like, coaches and, like, fitness and then the travel out there. Like, there were so many financial things that just – I was just spending my savings. Um, And my dad was very sick. Like, he was on dialysis. He was in a coma at one point. Like, literally so sick. And I didn't want to fly to Miss USA. So, I drove 16 hours – the day before check-in, um, checked in, did the COVID test and everything like that. And then honestly, like when I was there, I had so much fun with the girls, but I kind of like, it sounds so bad, but I feel like I kind of like lost sight of like, oh, I really want to win. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I got done with the experience, I was like, I feel, I felt so proud of myself because I was like, this has been the hardest year of my life, like mm-hmm. emotionally, personally, professionally. And I was like, I just accomplished like one of my life goals. I competed at Miss USA. And I and honestly, like I met the most amazing people. We had we had so much fun mm-hmm. together. Um, but I feel like I kind of like lost sight of like the goal. Mm-hmm. And I look back at it and I'm like, it doesn't even matter. It does not matter. It does not <laughs> yeah. matter. Like not at all. I think that 
before becoming Miss Virginia USA, I would have thought like, oh, I'll regret it for the rest of my life if I don't try. Mm -hmm. And having tried, I'm so glad I did it because I'll never have the regret. But like going through the experience, seeing what it really is and stuff, I'm like, I'm good. Like it was a wonderful experience and I grew so much. Like I had so much personal growth and development. But like I'm totally fine being – just myself afterwards like Mm -hmm. to not become Miss USA it's yes it's such an honor but I grew so much just from the experience and I did not walk away feeling bad about myself I was like I just got through like the craziest most tough year of my life and I'm so proud of who I've become so it was a positive Mm -hmm. experience for that and I remember because I my mom and my dad know you because I text them and said because you, I know you had no family there. Oh, yeah. And I was like, make sure you cheer for oh, Virginia oh because she's gonna happen. No, <laughs> oh no, no, like literally, Wait. I texted them. So my friends oh, my were all my my friends know you too before the Bachelor and everything because they were like, we were cheering for her because you texted us yes. saying that her family's not here. And I know like that's I started crying. Get chills. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> no, literally, yeah. that I remember that because I remember hearing people cheering in the audience. Mm-hmm. And I know it was you, and I'm trying to think of it might have been Sam's family. Yeah, maybe too. probably Sam's family too. I think because oh. we both knew that. Yeah, that meant so much to me because I, I like, yeah, I walked out on stage and like I did have people cheer for me and I was like, who was that? Yeah, yeah, it <laughs> was there? me and Sam's family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love so we that. got you. Aww. But um, speaking of like the expense and then mm. not winning, I feel like anyone that's listening that does a pageant, you have to understand that it is not the end. No. Like I feel like even if you watch Miss USA's after, they are still grinding it out after. Yes. Like. Not that they're not doing anything, but it's in the sense of we're all trying to navigate the entertainment industry, basically, at this mm-hmm. point. So, but they win Miss USA, they get out of Miss USA, and then they're at the same castings, they're at the same things that we're at, same events that right. we're all at, trying to grind it out. And it just kind of shows me, or shows everyone, it should show everyone that that's not the end if you don't win Miss USA. Um, it's really just the beginning, and you have to have another plan outside of that, because if you don't, you would literally probably get depressed when you get home if you don't yeah. win, because you're just sitting there like, I spent this whole entire year, or plus for us, like so many years preparing mm-hmm. for this moment you don't win Miss USA. Now you're at home like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. And you spend so much money. That's another thing they don't tell you guys about. Oof. You you spend a lot of money when you're when you're planning to go to Miss USA. Like, don't think just because you won, now it's about to be free the whole ride. No. Wardrobe, like you said, coaching. I mean, you have coaching in your package a lot of times, but the extra coaching mm-hmm. from maybe someone else, all of that adds up. If you if you have a cap at your dress, if your dress oh, goes yeah. over that, guess where it's coming? Out of pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, that dress it's Sherry so Hill's, much money Sherry Hill's prices she don't play no and we'll kind of get to Sherry no shade because when you went on the shopping date with um and the bachelor uh, yes. I was like yeah. see we don't know about that life I know <laughs> those are luxurious gowns literally oh my gosh yes yeah and so many people were like wait but you did pageants like why was it so special I was like no there's I've never experienced anything I was like I was in a palace yeah, like a, you were in a palace like there were couture gowns yes. like we you know we we ain't used to that no yeah. shade no shade <laughs> No tea, no shade. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that was like oh our God. Miss USA experience. Um, So after when you left Miss USA, what was that timeline of you? Like, did you start back up your um, videographer business? So I technically like had my LLC the whole time. And I honestly thought about like letting it. Actually, I, I did. I let my LLC like dissolve or I was going to. My mom renewed it without me knowing because mm-hmm. it's like not an expensive thing to do. But she was like, Susie, you're going to regret this. Like just like just keep the LLC alive whatever and you're you're gonna want to have this and I honestly was just like I don't know like I think I'm just moving on with my life like figuring things out whatever and I'm so glad she did that because like the business technically like legally stayed alive not that I was making money on it 
Um, but I did eventually go back to the marketing agency that I worked for. And once I came off their hiring hold, um, I went back to work for them and I was like working crazy hours because they changed everything had to change. The whole model had to change because of COVID. Um, I became really unhappy with the job. I actually liked it pre-COVID. It was a travel gig. So I was like all over the country, like traveling every week. And it was so exciting. And then it was all at home, like webinars online until like the late hours of the night. Um, so I was just like really unhappy at like ultimately. And I was like, dang, like this is not the life for me. So I gained the courage again after like 2021, I moved to Virginia Beach. Um, I worked a few more months, saved a little bit of money. And then I left the job again. And I was like, and they were always so supportive and so understanding. But I went and got a waitressing job and was like, mm. I'm going to like, I'm going to hustle. Like mm -hmm. I'm going to do whatever it takes and I'm going to get this video business going. So I had a really great like wedding season that um, spring and summer. And I was dating a guy and I mean, casually, like we were going, we were casually dating, whatever. He turned out to not really be a great guy. And that's kind of how I ended up on the show. Mm. Like they contacted me and I was like, oh, I'm actually like kind of seeing somebody, but thank you. Um, and I was like just doing my wedding stuff. I was a waitress. I had actually had two waitressing jobs. I was like just really hustling in Virginia mm -hmm. Beach. Um, and then I found out this guy was like seeing another girl without <gasps> telling me. Like we were kind of exclusive. Yeah. And well, we were exclusive. And then he, I found out this girl like DM'd me on Instagram and it was like this whole mess. And so I got back to the casting directors and I was like, hey, my circumstances have changed. <laughs> yeah. Y'all got room on the show. Y'all got room on the show. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if they watched the show and they were like, <laughs> That's Susie. Yes. They, yeah. His mom did too. Yeah. <laughs> his oh mom my texted me at one point. What'd she say? Um, She was really sweet. She was yeah. like, I'm so happy for you. Oh, okay. She probably knows. Like, yeah. She's like, he was dumb. Yeah. Oh my God. The, the, the message too. It's like, it's always like a running joke. Like the message is like coming to you as a woman. Oh yeah. Like yes. one of those. Girl to girl. Girl to girl. Oh yeah. So she hit me up after the show too. And she was like, I want all the tea. And I was like, let's go get coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It was that, so is funny. Is she still with him? No. Oh, okay. So you're no, still no, like no. trash talking to Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it worked she, out. It worked out for both of us because I was like, thank God you told me because I could have I could have like never gone on the show. Yeah. And just like hung around and found out later. I would have been so pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So you're currently doing videography right now, mm -hmm. um, like Destination. Yep. Um, and I, I realized that now that was a passion for you back at Miss Teen USA because you said mm -hmm. you wanted to sign up for the Film Academy. Yeah. That's why. So you've, yeah. been, you've been about this life. I have. Okay, yeah. so where do you hope to see with that in the future? I would love for my production company – well, right now it's just like a media business, but I would mm -hmm. love for it to become like an actual production company where even if I'm not like working on the project, but if I can eventually like hire people to be like a film crew for something oh. or like a um, – like yeah, hired out like a – basically a production company. I think that would be really cool. Um, for myself, I'm like, I would love to be able to pursue like passion projects and do like documentaries. Mm. I think even at Miss T or Miss USA, like my, um, kind of like my platform, my social, you know, impact thing was, um, media that matters. So like using social media intentionally, like using for me, it would be like film and videography to like mm -hmm. tell stories of adversity or, you know, social injustices. And like, um, a, a, unfortunately a lot of that takes like time and money mm -hmm. and it's hard to find funding, but I'm like, if I can utilize whatever platform I have right now to like get time and money, yeah. then I can pursue those passions. So that would be the dream is to like have my video business, not be necessarily about weddings, but to have it be like docu, like a docu-series or even just work on a docu-series, yeah. like to see if it would be something that I actually want to do. I'll probably try to apply for a few jobs when mm -hmm. I'm out here for like 
um, just to work like as a production assistant or a producer on a show. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Layers, y'all. She got <laughs> layers. I'm telling you. Because the thing is, I feel like what happens when people go, like, we went to Miss USA or you're on The Bachelor. You do these reality shows like Love Island or Too Hot to Handle. Yeah. They're, it's very, like, one-sided. And people totally. just feel like, oh, these people are hot and they're on a show. They got verified. And now they're just on Instagram. Mm -hmm. But there's so many layers to it where people are, like, working people and yeah. they have careers and they have uh, aspirations that they have that are outside of just talking about the reality TV show. Right. You know, so showing those layers was like, that's why I wanted to start with that. Because I'm mm. like, she got stuff to Aww, do, okay? So to talk about <laughs> besides The Bachelor and her ex-man. Yeah. Like, damn. <laughs> uh, let me just say this. Imagine, you guys, regular, regular people. Imagine, imagine, <laughs> imagine you have a man you break up and you be going on tours having to talk about the person <laughs> like you can't even fathom having to do that like you have I to do know. like you don't have to do that but you do that yes. because that's like that's what you're part of your career right now like that's I a know. whole thing so first of all what is that i'm just jumping the gun yeah I go for but it. We're, we're gonna get into all the nitty-gritty but what is that even like having to talk about all of oh, this gosh. stuff it's like it doesn't bother me so much and I think a, a good part of that a, a big part of that is because like Clayton and I ended on such good terms like we mm -hmm. think so highly of each other as people um nothing like crazy happened so yeah. um I think that it's good because we're able to like communicate like what happened in our relationship effectively and like positively so it's not like the most painful thing plus I took like a month and a half two months to really recover and like not talk about it publicly mm -hmm. so like I'm in a better place and we both are in a better place now but um, I think it's wild. This always blows my mind when people go on my Instagram and they comment like on a picture of him and I, like our breakup post, which is so weird that we had to do that, but like <laughs> our breakup post or something like that. And they'll just like troll us. And I'm like, can I, can you imagine somebody going to like a picture of you and your ex and being like, he was too good for you? Like, <laughs> Can you imagine? Like in what world? Like that would never happen in the in the real world no. where your relationship isn't public, where it's like you were never hot enough for him or something like something, yeah, crazy, something like crazy like that. And it's like that is so offensive. And in the real world, that would make people like people would cry over that. Like yeah. so somebody commented that like a year ago about my ex boyfriend. I would probably be like, this is, I would probably show my mom. I'd be like, yeah. this is so rude. Yeah. But like, it happens daily. So I'm like, I just have to laugh at all. Y'all are freaking weird. Like, <laughs> if you were commenting that under her pictures, you were freaking yeah. weird. Like, there's no events about it. Like, why are you, why are you doing that? Because so when you post new stuff, do they still comment? Like, Sometimes, random? Yeah. Or they'll tag Clayton and I'm like, leave him alone. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, and then imagine him. Like, he's like scrolling. Oh, when I get tagged yeah. in. Oh, Susie. Susie's like <laughs> thirst trap. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, you guys, don't be weird. Don't be weird. I know. So we're going to get into The Bachelor. So okay, let's do it. Did you watch the franchise beforehand? I did. I okay. started watching when I moved back from Japan in 2018. So, like, probably I think it was Colton season. It was the first season I watched. Mm -hmm. And I watched that, like, religiously. Like, I got hooked immediately. Yeah, I think that's when I – was that when Kaylin was on it? <clears throat> oh, yeah, it was. So that's probably also that's why, why I watched was, it. Yes, yeah, exactly. It, when they, it was – Kaylin was, like, the first pageant girl yeah. that we were, like, oh, this is a pageant girl. Mm -hmm. We miss USA girl. Um, she was on it, and that's when I started watching it too. Yeah. And I was invested because I was like, "When is Dude. this man gonna jump that fence?" Yeah, they me kept too. promoting it. They're like, "Next week on The Bachelor, he's jumping the fence." Yeah, ne he was never jumping the fence until like the last episode. Yeah, <laughs> so they kept this like they hanging did. on. And I was there. Yeah, me too. I was, I was like, there waiting for it. And then when it happened, I was like, "Oh come on!" Like, yeah, it could have been. There could have been more. Right. But yeah, yeah. And Kaylin and I actually 
competed. We never competed against each other, mm-hmm. but we competed in Virginia right. at the same time. So we mm-hmm. kind of knew each other. That's I for, always forget. That's like a yeah. big part of why I watched. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the same year my friends nominated me to go on. Oh, okay. And then I didn't hear anything. Then they con the show contacted me the next year, and I was like, "Me? me? I have a boyfriend, but like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? Yeah." <laughs> and that's so funny because I remember someone was like. When we were at Miss USA, someone literally said, they're like, I wonder who's, who's, it, gonna who's, who's it gonna be? Who's the girl that's gonna go to The Bachelor? And I was like, it's me. It's you. <laughs> if I if I if I lined everyone up, I don't think my first thing my first thought would have been you. No. I don't think at all. It would have been like someone else. I think it's so funny because I remember it was like back when because we were like at the end of the alphabet. So we were back in that back corner of the that room yeah. where we got ready. And I remember somebody, it was like after all of us lost, basically. Yeah. And somebody was like, all right, well, who's going on The Bachelor? Yeah. And I remember thinking, I was like, well, they've been in my DMs for the past three years. So maybe me. Maybe me. But then I also think like I was maybe the least suspecting person yeah, because I totally. was like, I don't I don't know. I think I was kind of, at that moment, I was like over everything. I was like, I just want to go back to like normal life mm-hmm. for a minute. But Well, you're just like not um, out there in the sense of like an attention-seeking person or. <laughs> not know, me. Yeah, me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, when I think of that show, I think of me. I'll tell you why. Because of the <laughs> fact that I know that I would go there for fame. Yeah. And me and my thirsty ass for fame. I love it. Like, I already know. So, like, I feel like I, if I was in a relationship, I would have been on that show before, too. Oh, I'd my been like, God. That's so I'm funny. like, give me the followers. <laughs> give me the Instagram verified check mark. You know? So, like, I, you don't that read, like, that so kind of person. Funny. So, I think people would have expected, like, our Miss USA class yeah. would have expected, like, somebody else that was more that type of person yeah. to go on that show. That's um, funny. But that's funny. That ended up being you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you did watch it. You watched it cool in season. Um, mm-hmm. Did you talk to any of the girls that have been on it before, before you, like, prepared yourself? for any tips not really i did dm kaylin back in the day and was like oh my gosh like the casting team just reached out to me and she was like oh my god so exciting i was like yeah i have a boyfriend though mm-hmm. like but i was just excited like i honestly yeah. was just flattered that they like actually reached out to me and that was the most interaction we'd ever had about the show and i okay. think that pretty much from the time i signed my contract up until going on the show and it happened so quick because mm-hmm. of like the situationship i was in where yeah. it like got you know messy quick and i was like I was like, I don't even know if I'm actually going to go because like they were like, you have a contract, but like, we'll see. Like that was just like the vibe where they were like, no, you're coming. But like you might be an alternate. Mm -hmm. Like and I was just like, you know, you don't know what you're getting into. So I was so afraid to tell anybody because I was like, well, if it gets leaked, then like are they going to kick me off and like not let me come on? So I was like very hush hush about it. So Mm -hmm. I didn't talk to anybody. And maybe I should have. Mm -hmm. Um, But (laughs) (laughs) who else was on there? Victoria? Miss Louisiana. Yes, yeah. And then, of course, Hannah Brown, Hannah Alabama. Brown, yeah. And there's other, other people, too. Um, I think there's, like, a lot of, like, yeah. people that maybe weren't state title holders. Mm-hmm. They were, like, or like even teens. Or teens, yeah. 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 teens, yeah. Oh, okay. So, didn't talk to anyone. So, you're like, why, no. do, you, why do you wish you did? To Ooh, get the inside scoop? Yeah, I think it would have been good to have, like, the scoop. Yeah. I do, I do think, like, my mom was so adamant. She was, like… And I, and I actually love the producers. Like, mm-hmm. I'm close with a lot of them still. But my mom was like, they are not your friends, Susie. Mm-hmm. Like, do not trust these people. And as much as you might have fun with them, they might seemingly love you and care for you. She's like, they are not your friends. And you have to remember that. And so I did kind of, like, take that to heart. And I think that was good advice, even though I genuinely think that producers, they have families. Like, I, I saw pictures of their kids and, like, seeing them – as human beings before producers, like, was such a – I'm glad I allowed myself to do that. But I also did try to stay somewhat, like, guarded because I didn't want to, like, be too vulnerable. Not yeah. necessarily with Clayton, but with 
Um, I mean, it's just like, it's scary. People's mm-hmm. like lives get ruined from the show from yeah. time to time. Mm-hmm. Like it can affect you in a really bad way. So I tried to like err on the side of caution, I think to yeah. an extent, but it, I, I think at the end as where I kind of was like, Ooh, like I probably should have just like stuck to like my original plan mm-hmm. and, um, and then things got messy on the show, but you know, yeah. it is what it is. I mean, it's one of the biggest shows ever. So mm-hmm. that is a lot of pressure to try to keep up the image that you want the world to see. But then there's mm-hmm. also cuts involved and yeah. like reality TV can be so much different than what we're seeing. I feel like my biggest fear would be like, you've lived your whole life, this kind of person. And then to get on TV and then something's edited a certain way. But now mm-hmm. the rest of the world has to see you in that light when you're not even that person. Right. I feel like that would be like the suckiest part about being on a reality TV show. Yeah. So do you feel like anything was misconstrued while you were on the show? Like things that you wish they put back in? Mm, I see. Um, I do think that I was like very fortunate. I didn't have like a crazy edit. Like I mm-hmm. didn't, and I didn't say anything that crazy. Yeah. I don't think like the craziest thing that happened was the fantasy suite conversation, mm-hmm. which 100% I felt that way. I should have had that conversation off camera. Like mm-hmm. I should have just like taken the fantasy suite and like s- then said how I felt off camera, which was originally what I planned to do. But I also was like acknowledging like, oh yeah, like I've opened myself up for the world to see. And like, this is a part of, you know, how I feel in my story. So like, I was like a willing to say it on camera because I was like kind of embracing, I guess, the process of like, at least that's how I was able, that's how it was like pitched. To yeah. Me, the idea of like sharing that. So, yeah. um, I think, yeah, I think that ultimately it's like, I don't know. I, I, I think that it was just like a really complicated, it's really complicated to be on reality TV. And I felt like myself the whole time, but I don't, and I don't think they like did anything that made me appear bad. Yeah. Um, that blessed is because you're a good person too. I, my thing is too when people talk about reality TV, it's like it, it painted me out to be so bad. I'm oh, like, yeah. girl, you were bad. <laughs> like, there's no way that if you're an actual good yeah. person and you stay true to who you are, that they're able to even get snippets of mm-hmm. you being this huge villain. Like people right. that are villains on the show. And you know who you are. People that are villains on the show, you're a villain on the show because you're low-key a villain. Like, there's no freaking way. Like, there's no way that you, yeah. as Sweet Susie, would have been this villain on the show all of a sudden. Like, yeah. I don't think they would have even been able to get some clips together to do that. Well, I think some people thought I was a villain because of what happened with the Fantasy Suite stuff. So no, I'm like, we will get to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but, no. But yeah, I think... I, I think I, I understand what you're saying for sure where I'm like, oh, yeah, there wasn't like anything of me. Like I didn't really talk crap about people. Like yeah. I I definitely was careful with my words because I – yeah, I didn't want anybody to be able to cut something up and make it seem like I was doing – or saying something that I didn't feel or think or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also always joke. I'm like we are all villains at some point in life. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm like I've definitely been a villain in yeah. someone's story before. Never like intentionally <laughs> right. but like – but yeah, I think that there's definitely an element to that where it's like, you got to be, if you're like a villain on TV, I do think that there's an element to you that's like, oh, this was kind of fun. You know? yeah, like, yeah. You're having fun with it. And sometimes <laughs> it can make you look really bad if somebody doesn't get the humor or if you're like coming off as a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it can, it can make you look worse than it actually was. But at the same time, like, yes, yeah, I think you got to be willing, like if you're a villain, you got to be willing to have a little fun and like yeah. lean into like the, the villainous yeah. side of it. Oh, you know who does pageants now? That's shady for me to even think of her right now. What's her name? Queen Victoria. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah she, did, she, does, she did pageants too, I think. Or she started think, them after. I think she started after. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, wait. Look at us. The pageant girls. Look at us. <laughs> we the, run the, the, the same bachelor, circle. The bachelor in pageants Miss USA Segway yeah. is just like 
it's right one there. Of the same, it's yeah. one of the same. So kind of going back to that, my biggest questions are always a timeline, like mm-hmm. the show itself. And I know there's only certain things that you could talk about, right. but um, because I'm just so curious, like, you know, when they do that picture, uh, it's all the pictures of a bunch of girls that might be on the show. Mm-hmm. And then, then and they delete it. Yeah, like, I remember always seeing, like, an article, like, if it's Reality Steve or something, mm-hmm. and there's, like, hella girls. Yeah. And then they're, like, they may be on the show. So do you guys, like, all do a photo shoot? Um, So I don't know exactly because my year was, like, right after COVID. Mm-hmm. And so we did do a photo shoot. But then Clayton, when he was on The Bachelorette, they didn't do a photo shoot. So, like, oh, okay. they didn't have official, like, headshots, like, yeah. how we got my year. Um, So I don't know exactly that process, mm-hmm. but – um, they do a photo shoot when you, when we got to LA, they like had a photo shoot where oh, okay. we get to like, and they do a video thing too, where they ask you a bunch of questions and stuff. And from what I understand, I don't know if it's true. Cause if, if there had, if there was an alternate our season, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't ever like name herself yeah. or maybe she got, I don't know. So a pull to another one. Well, possibly. Yeah. 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 Like I have no idea mm-hmm. how that works. Um, nobody ever told me if there yeah. was an alternate or if the, there was somebody that went home and before ever like getting there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Was it that a long process? Or New York's is different since mm-hmm. they reached out to you because yeah. oh, I got girls. Okay? <laughs> like they reached out to you. But after that, is that like mm-hmm. a long process of like background checks? Yeah. Do you do, you do like they do STD testing. I don't know. Like, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, <laughs> yeah. but they definitely, they definitely like thoroughly screen everybody oh, okay. for like any background stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. All, all of that, that okay. stuff. Like, it's a lot of tests and like even a psychological stuff, like evaluation. Oh, yeah. I think that's really good. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they're like, they, they try to do their due diligence to make sure yeah. everyone is like good to be okay. there, you know? Good job. Yeah. Good job, Bachelor yeah, yeah, yeah. franchise. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so how were like the with the girls? Like I know you're friends with some of the girls yeah. now, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, how was that? I feel like it's kind of the same vibe of a Miss USA situation. It was. Um, but it was, what was that like? It was the best part. Like mm-hmm. it was the best part of being there for sure. You don't have your phone, so you're literally mm-hmm. just hanging out all day with these girls. And like, yeah, there are times when the producers like need you to do something or like be in a certain location, but like you're just there with a bunch of girls. So very quickly you realize like who you vibe with and who you like to hang out with. And it was the, it was truly the best part of being on the show. And mm-hmm. I say that with so much love for Clayton, but like, you never know if you're going to end up with the person at the yeah. end. So like, I, and I really think that we had a good group of girls. Like even, I even thought Sinead was kind of fun when yeah. I was with her. Like, I yeah. mean, there wasn't a single person where I was like, oh, I don't enjoy spending time with this person when I'm with them, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That honestly like, Sounds just like pageantry where you don't yeah. know if you're going to end up with the crown, but you do exactly. know that you can end up with the friendships and a yes. sisterhood. So that's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were talking about this off camera, but the first episode, yeah. like when it is dark outside, you come out the limo. Oh, yeah. And then it's light outside. And yeah. it's like, that's just a long day. And I feel like people kind of know this already. That's a long day because we're right. like, wait, why is it bright outside? Yes. So what is that night like? When Also, when you're like trying to fight for attention. Mm. Like I, when I think about The Bachelor, it like break, it freaks my brain out. I, I just think about this life, that world in real life would never like be a thing like mm-hmm. imagine let's set the scene you're at a bar and you see a cute guy and you're like oh yeah he's cute so you walk up to him and you're talking and then randomly this girl's some like girl. hey can i get some time with him can i 
steal you Can for I a steal moment? You for a like, what do you even in that oh in a bar setting? You're like, I'm trying to throw hands. Like, you're so disrespectful <laughs> for doing that, you know. But like on the show, that's you yeah. know what you sign up for. That's the whole premise of the show. Yes. So, what is that like? Like that first night and all of that. Yeah, that's actually so funny. I've never thought of it like that. Where you're like going to a bar. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I would die. Can we get some time with him? Yeah. <laughs> Girl, no. No, you cannot. Or it'd be like, if you want to, go ahead. Yeah. But you won't see me again. Yeah. Yeah. And imagine he's like, oh, yeah, I'll, Susie, I'll talk to you later. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. It gives you a kiss goodbye one moment and then goes and talks with her. Ew. Uh, uh, yeah. So it, it wasn't as weird as you would think. And to be honest, I think the first night, like, the first night in the house everybody was like we are the most chill group of girls like there's gonna be no drama this season like oh my gosh it's gonna be so good like everybody was like adamant that we were gonna be like the least dramatic season ever because we all were so supportive like the first girl pulled and like nobody said shit nobody was like oh my gosh like Cassidy pulled him first like Mm -hmm. nobody cared and then Cassidy later was like I just want to thank you guys so much like I know that it can be uncomfortable like pulling him first and she was like and everybody's been so nice and so supportive and so we were oh, like yay. oh my gosh we're gonna have the nicest yeah women ever. supporting women yes. yes and then it was like the next morning drama <laughs> drama yes <laughs> um it wasn't like as weird as you'd think uh like i never mind when people come up to pull like i was like i know this is uncomfortable um i just hated being the one that would have to go over because it's kind of like Without saying too much, like, it's not entirely up to you. Like, because yeah. we don't know where he's at. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're all just, like, running around trying to find him, like, a little oh, okay. game of hide and seek. Yeah. Like, sometimes you sometimes you know where he's at. Sometimes you don't know where he's at. And that's probably on purpose, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's it's always uncomfortable being the person being like, oh, hey, can I come get some time? But yeah, um, I never minded it when people come up because I'm like, I know we all get it. We all got to try to get yeah. our time. Yeah, that is <laughs> – I, that's like the main thing I always think about weird. when I watch the show. I'm like, because that is so weird, which leads me to the point of like when people, okay, as an outsider, mm-hmm. when I would watch the show, I would like be screaming at the TV for different things because it's just like I'm a viewer and that's I don't know so what funny. it's like to be in the show. Yeah. And I feel like it's so different when you're actually living in it because in my head, I'm like, how on earth do people fall in love like this? How is this real? How is this, you know, I have like a bunch of different, and I'm like, everyone goes on here for TV because I know that's what I would be doing. But that's not the case for everyone, obviously. Um, but when I'm watching it, I'm like, how do you even do this? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, I, I feel like I would go crazy in the house. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's a lot, a mm-hmm. lot. So when you were off, Ernest, when they weren't fil- filming, mm-hmm. do you guys just hang out in the house? Like, you're just yeah. chilling? Yeah, you're oh, just okay. chilling. Um, but I will say, like, they're pretty much filming all the time. So even if nothing's happening, like, there's usually cameras around. Oh, okay. But you are just chilling. Like, there was a lot of times where we would just be, like, on the couch or outside by the pool or whatever. And But you kept, you have a mic pack on all the time. Oh, okay. So, like, even if you think they're not filming, they might be filming. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, yeah. is good to remember because um, – You can get actually, comfy. Yeah, you can yeah. get comfy real yeah. quick. <laughs> yes. Even uh, me and Marlena were talking about this yesterday or two days ago. Um and she's like, we were so close from the get-go when we got on the show. And we were both from Virginia Beach just yeah. by chance. We didn't know each other. And I just – I loved her so much. And and we just clicked. And we were laying out by the pool. And there was – they have, like, little hidden cameras everywhere kind of a thing. And she starts talking about me becoming the bachelorette. Yeah. And oh. she was like, you would be such a good bachelorette. Yeah. She's like, I, if you don't end up with him. And, and I'm like, don't say that. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm like, that could just like come off as so bad. Yeah. Like you, that's why you're there. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I remember like having that conversation with her and I just was like, I was just barely saying anything because yeah. I was like, I don't even want to engage with this conversation because yeah. 
if there's like a camera around or something, even though it's like literally the nicest thing to say yeah, to, for, totally. to me in that situation and where it's she's like, to think about, obviously, like that's what the next step would kind of be. If so. you didn't end up with it, yeah. yeah, it's like, do you go to paradise or mm-hmm. who's going to be the bachelorette? And it's like, it is like a natural thought process for sure. But mm-hmm. I was like, Stop talking right yeah. now. I was yeah. like, don't say anything You're else. like, I would never want to w- be the bachelorette. Oh, I that love Clayton. Awful. I'm already in love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like stuff like that. It's yeah. like, that's what we don't see or like. Yeah. So something like, say if that did happen and it was a clip and mm-hmm. she's talking about you being the bachelorette, they could have spun that into something that was what it wasn't. Right. And then now you're over here getting like bullied because right. of this, that, and the third. So that's how you know like little things like that reality TV isn't mm-hmm. fully real. But exactly. you got lucky with that one because that would have I know they sucked. didn't air it. Yeah. I know they didn't air it. And, and obviously like my response is I wasn't like engaged where I was like, oh my God, that'd be so crazy or whatever. Yeah. I, I honestly like, I think I just went silent because I was like, I'm not even going to yeah. like, talk about this. And she probably thought it was so weird. Like, why yes. isn't she talking to me? <laughs> and probably later I was like, hey, we had our mics on. Like, yeah. I don't want, like I just, <laughs> and not that it's like, to talk about it, it shouldn't be like so taboo. But like, I think it was a previous season. I think it was Colton season. Yeah, when just two two girls and I don't know the details, but I think two girls were talking about it. And one was like, "Well, if I don't end up with him, like I want it for you." And then she was like, "But if oh, I don't, I yeah. want it for you." And it became all this drama. And I'm yeah, like, "That's actually so such a drama. nice conversation because, like, of course you want to end up with the guy, but if you don't, or if your friend doesn't, it's like, how great would it be if one of us got the guy and one of us got this amazing yeah. opportunity? You yeah. know, it is what it is. And the, and yeah. the thing is too, I feel like where people. I feel like people act silly in the sense of we know that when you're on a show that that's that popular, mm-hmm. you do gain a lot of followers. It can help you with the next phase of your career yeah. if we're being honest. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I hate when people try to act like that is so wrong. I know. To want to want that for yourself. Yeah. Anybody in the world, if they're given an opportunity, they're going to take it right. as you should. So, yes, you can go in there for love and you can go in there to find a significant other. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know what that's going to give you every episode mm-hmm. is more followers, is a verified account, yeah. is the opportunity to work with cool brands and to build a career off of that as well. Right. And so when people like um, viewers, t- they're like, oh, she's just there for this. Or mm-hmm. like, oh, she's talking about being the bachelorette. It's like, Sis, you would be too. Yeah. that would be my next step too. I'm like, if I don't win, I would love to be the bachelorette because one, I want to find love. And mm-hmm. then two, I want to be that girl. Yeah. Like what? And it's so interesting, like hearing you say that because I think Clayton really struggled with um, feeling like figuring out who he could trust. Mm-hmm. And that like is what kind of led to like the big blow up at the end. Yeah. Where he was like, is everyone, is everyone here just to get famous? And like, no, and everyone's playing me. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I actually think it would be so horrible to, I mean, I'm sure it'd be wonderful, but I think it'd be horrible to be a lead because you do question like, is some are, are these people playing me? Mm-hmm. Like, is everyone just like letting me fall in love with them and letting me get to know them? And then at the end of the day, they're going to try to self-eliminate, which is kind of, I think, what Clayton thought was happening at the end where he was like, oh, you just made it as far as you can. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to go try and like be the bachelorette or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can understand why, like why it gets so sticky, because I'm like, obviously, whenever people say and it's so annoying, people are like, I only came here for you or to find love. I'm like, if you, on- you- none of us knew Clayton before we yeah. got there. And mm-hmm. second of all, like. If you're only here for love, go download Bumble. Like, yeah. go download yeah. Bumble. And like, and I, and I say that coming from the the person that's like, I'm here for an incredible, possibly amazing experience where I might fall in love. Mm-hmm. But if nothing else, I walked away with a ton of friends, like mm-hmm. a ton of amazing women who are also ambitious mm-hmm. and like cool and funny and talented and like it's literally like networking in a yeah. sense where it's like I now have a network of other women who are 
ambitious and like just open-minded to like the entertainment industry yeah. and all that stuff. So mm -hmm. it's like, I do think it is crazy when people are like, I'm like, I remember hearing girls say like, I'm here for you. I'm like, his season hadn't even aired yet. Yeah. Like, come so, on. You don't know who it come is, right? On. And the picture they posted of him, like Clayton, I love you, bro. <laughs> but like that picture that they, that they had of you, I'm like, who took that? Yeah. Like you couldn't have had somebody with like an iPhone 10 or something. Like yeah. that was like an iPhone 4 yeah. quality. Oh no. And so, and God love him, you know, like right. he's a hottie, but yeah, like that cute. picture, come on. I was yeah. like, if, I'm nice like, girls, we all know you were lying if you're saying that I'm coming here <laughs> just for you, just to find love. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And did, they, did you guys, did you know it was him before? I We did just briefly oh, okay. before. Brief oh, but like okay. when you started the interview process, we didn't. Right. So then when they, so that's what always kills me too on the show mm -hmm. as a viewer. Because I'm like, they're like, oh, I only came for you. Like, I only, I like, you're my person. Yeah. And I'm like, did you know? Or did you think it was going to be like Mike Johnson? Yeah. Like, who you, who you think it was going to be? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, don't I gave know. a list. He was on my list. I gave a list of people I would be open yeah. to. And he yeah. was one I of them. Yeah, I still think he's they cute. should make him the Bachelor. I know. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. cute. <laughs> I, my other thing was that I feel like they should make it kind of like Big Brother. Ooh, um, where okay. you have 24-hour access. Me too. 100%. Yeah. I have actually a lot of thoughts. I'm like, if I joked the other day, I was like, I want them to make me like a producer on the show. Because I'm yeah. like, I think I could help. Like... I think I know. I think I know what the people want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Honestly, that would be such a good job for you because you've done the show. Yeah. And you that's what your field is already, your career. So yeah. like because I feel like there there's this um disconnect with the show now. I agree. Which is why it's I don't feel like it's like the number one show anymore. Mm -hmm. Because one we do, it's a different time. We have Netflix and Hulu and they all have their own like little love shows yeah. that we're like all obsessed with too. Like Love is Blind, Too Out to Handle, all these kind of shows. Yeah. Um, so it's not the same the way it used to be. But as a viewer, I mean I started watching it during Colton season, but I think it's one of those things where it does kind of feel like everyone is young. Mm -hmm. Everyone goes um on there for and a different agenda mm -hmm. of like fame. And I think yeah. as it, when people watch it, they can kind of read, they feel like they can read that. And it's mm -hmm. like, Oh, I don't know. This show feels like kind of, uh, and, and then they try to go like the, not, she's not older, but like the older route with, mm -hmm. uh, Clara. Clara. Uh, Claire. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then that show, that season was something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's like, I don't really know where they, the show can go. It's just so, it, it's, it's like a, a disconnect. disconnect. Yeah. 100%. And I like, that's where I think I agree. I'm like the big brother style, 24 hours, mm -hmm. like, um, I think that was like the biggest thing I realized when I was there was that you don't actually have that much access to him. Mm -hmm. So like you would go on a full day date and it looks like you're spending a whole day together, but like they want to make sure, and I get it, like they want to make sure that they're capturing every moment. So if there's not a camera accessible, like you can't like ride in the car to the date together. Yeah. So you're not like, I mean, actually in my first one-on-one we did, but they had the whole car like rigged with like GoPros and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. But like on a regular date, like you're riding to the day date with all the girls in a van or whatever. So it would make more sense to like all be, I mean, I just think it would be more natural in general. I think it would work better mm -hmm. if it was like just more organic. So like it would probably take more cameras, more like uh, power to like get all that filmed. Yeah. But I think that that would actually like improve the show greatly yeah. if it was just more natural and less yeah. produced, to be honest. And we, I mean, we live in the era too. Like TikTok is so natural mm -hmm. and that's why people love TikTok. Yeah. Or even the revamp of the Kardashians now on Hulu. Oh. I love my, I'm a Kardashian girl. Okay. So their show is a lot more natural. Like they look at the camera when they're talking. Um, they oh, kind of wow. change it up. So we see more behind the scenes. Okay. So it's not so like produced, like mm -hmm. you said. And the other disconnect, I feel like The Bachelor reminds me of Victoria's Secret. In the sense of like it is so old school, old like school. like 
just um conservative vibes like yes. it, just gives, yes. it just gives off like okay it's like yes it's like the bachelor is victoria's secret and then shows like love is blind or love island is a savage fenty fashion show yes you know 100%. and that's where the disconnect is too because our society is moving, moving toward, toward yeah, yeah exactly like more diversity and inclusion yes. but then we're still the bachelor is still stuck in like this era i agree so i feel like that's what a big change should be too i agree completely that's like such a good way to say it and i even and i don't know i haven't like bought anything from Victoria's Secret in a long time but I feel like Victoria's Secret like everybody called them out mm -hmm. and it was like y'all need to change like this is messed up like this is bad this is not like progressive this is not the direction we want to move towards and everyone stopped supporting them mm -hmm. and from what I understand like they went low like they laid low and mm -hmm. now it's like they're back and like I do I'm not certain but I'm pretty sure they do have more, more model diversity yeah they do mm -hmm. um and so and I don't think they made a big huge comeback like a mm -hmm. big splash but I'm like but at least they're like back in the game, it seems yeah, like. Yeah. So it's like there is hope for The Bachelor, but like y'all got to make some changes. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I don't really know what that would. I mean, I guess I would just make the girls or the guys on the show just more diversity. Um, but then shooting it in a way that's more organic as well, yeah. I think would be a good touch to that show. Right. Yeah. So you should, you guys should put Susie on. Yeah, y'all can hire Yeah, me. hire her. <laughs> she's, a, she's moving here soon. <laughs> okay. So kind of talking about, now we're going to get into more Clayton stuff. Okay. <laughs> that's cool, that's cool. Um, so one of my first note in here, I said, the baddest bitch always gets the shopping date. <laughs> It's true. Oh my gosh. I swear, I feel like each season Aww. I've watched, it's the baddest girl. That get, it's the girl that like they obviously really like. It's like the girl that should be like. It, oh my it's god, the girl that that's giving, so nice. It. So I was like, I gotta tell that to her. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, the baddest bitch always gets a shopping date. <laughs> Thank so you. So if you're ever going on the show and you get the shopping date, know you're just the baddest. No, no. <laughs> It's not true. It's not true. It's not true. <laughs> but thank you. I mean, I'm flattered. Yes. It was so fun, but I felt so uncomfortable because mm -hmm. they were like, pick out anything you want. And I was like, um, I don't, I was like, I feel a little weird about this. Like, yeah. I don't know. It, feel, it just feels weird, like picking out anything from a store and having them be like, all right, like we're going to swipe the card. Like that just does not, I don't know. That to me, I'm like, oh my God, I got, it gives myself the ick. Like yeah, that's totally. the best way to say it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is such like an ick. Mm -hmm. But, but it was fun. And then yeah. they were like, try on the clothes and like fashion show for Clayton. I was like, ooh, ooh. like, no, that is not <laughs> my vibe. Like that would not be something I would want to yeah. do. I would, like, I'm in the, normally in the dressing room, like crying. Like I'm like, oh my yeah. God, like, yeah. why does nothing fit right? Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was like, it was definitely like an uncomfortable date. But at the same time, I was like, okay, this is, it is low-key so fun yeah and the dress yeah. part like the couture dresses yes that stunning. was insane i yeah. think the designer's name was eva polozinski i'm mm -hmm. probably butchering the name <laughs> but she was like like the best person that i could have had there she was like the actual designer oh wow yeah and she was like so nice and so sweet like the way she was like making me feel in the dresses she was like telling me oh you look like a real princess like yeah. I couldn't have had a more perfect person to have like oh. these gowns I know so I was like oh this yeah. makes me feel good as they're like sewing me into it because it's like way too small for me yeah <laughs> you know? well it's funny because when I was watching that part I was like I, when they had the dresses lined mm -hmm. up I was like this ass and these thighs would not have fit in that dress <laughs> so I'm like how did they you know have the, the sizing yeah. but they're in the back so it they up had yeah they had like pieces of material that they like like literally would connect like you know I don't know if you can I'm picturing like a a corset back or something oh, and then okay. they would have like a slide like a piece that would go in so that it, you didn't have to actually fit in the size zero yeah. or whatever so that yeah. it would actually go on me I didn't know they were doing that at first and I was like oh my god all these dresses just magically <laughs> yeah. fit and I was like ah. oh this She's a model. Yeah. And then I realized that they have these pieces of fabric and I'm like, oh, they're like sewing me in right now. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, those were those were beautiful. And I, I kept thinking, like I said earlier, I kept thinking about how like we're just used to certain kind of dresses, yeah. and those dresses were just wild. Chef's kiss. Yes. Oh wait, I kind of skipped this question. I wanted to know how do you go about packing for something like this? Oh my gosh! So I packed everything Mm -hmm. like I packed everything that I owned um pretty much and I was like actually obnoxious with my suitcases I always had to pay extra like every place we went to um and but I will say I shared with everybody like especially Marlena because we were like the pretty much the same size Mm -hmm. and so almost every episode she's like wearing my clothes even this whole trip that we've been here (laughs) she's been in my clothes actually she wore this the other night and there's a little something on it and I'm like Marlena I was like on the car right here and I'm like damn there's there's makeup on this um but no I I packed like everything because they said pack for warm and cold yeah so I just threw everything in my suitcase like two suitcases and I yeah even even with everything I was like oh I have nothing to wear I've always felt like I had nothing to wear even though I had literally every piece of clothing that I owned Mm -hmm. yeah that feels like like Miss USA like overpacking like Mm -hmm. that's so easy to do I feel like for something like that because you don't know how you're gonna be there exactly and then all of that like am I about to go to Miss Universe right after this yeah like (laughs) (laughs) am I about to move into my New York City apartment what we what we all were hoping for yeah fine we all just went back to our hometown yep yep (laughs) got back in my car during 16 hours (laughs) yeah and it was just over just like that um so speaking of the show it's like what do you do you think that so your feelings were obviously there yeah very valid do were you surprised that you were able to fall in love in that span of time like wait how long are you guys even there like two months ish. two months Mm -hmm. so could you were you surprised that you were able to get that far with your feelings or that's something that you've done before like in a previous relationship no i i actually think that i think i could fall in love in two months easy in the real world mm-hmm. I actually found it really challenging there oh, okay. so like when I did tell Clayton that I was falling in love with him I was like I'm falling in love with all of what you've shown me like and mm-hmm. I was very I wanted to be very specific because I'm like I have a lot more to get to know but mm-hmm. like everything that you've shown me so far like I am falling in love with and I think you're you know amazing and all these things but I think like I was so adamant again my mom I always like reference her but she was like she's always said like love is a choice it's your mm-hmm. actions it's like the effort you put in, it's like, it's truly a choice. It's not just like the butterflies or like the feelings you get. And so mm-hmm. I like kept that mentality. I was like, it's easy to fall in love. It's literally so easy. It's so fun. I'm out yeah. here in like Vienna, Austria, like trying on fairy tale gowns. Yeah. Like, of course I'm going to like get the butterflies and feel like all this magical, like lovey-dovey stuff. Um, but I really did ultimately feel like love is a choice. Like if you want to be my partner, be like a true companion to me, and like that shows through your actions. So mm-hmm. um, I think that I, I, to an extent, I was like still guarded up through yeah. the end where I was like just making sh- like I just wanted to make sure that we were like aligned as people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that. That's what like as a viewer is so fascinating because it's yeah. so we know it's a, such a short amount of time, and then we also know you're not with him every single day. That's so the tricky. That's part. the hard part. It's like. It almost feels like these shows feel like dating on steroids. But mm-hmm. the only thing is, it's like in The Bachelor specifically, you guys don't get to see the guy that much. No. Like if you take a show like Too Hot to Handle, Love Island, they're on this island together yeah. the whole time, like just vibing. Yeah, exactly. Where you can see how that can, you can fall in love faster, mm-hmm. but you guys don't get that much time. So it's kind of just. Even on Paradise, mm-hmm. they they get so much more time. Like you're just yeah. hanging out on the beach most of the day. Mm-hmm. So I think similarly with like The Bachelor, like my recommendation to them would be like, give us more time i i would say constantly to the producers i don't feel like i know him well enough to like Mm -hmm. get engaged like i do not feel like i actually know him as a person everything he's shown me is wonderful yes and i adore him and like i could fall in love with him for sure 
I don't know him mm-hmm. and I need more time with him like yeah. in general and I'm not talking an extra 10 minutes on the group day like we need like all of us should have more time with him to make and him with us yeah to make a good decision as to like are we actually compatible right yeah mm-hmm. so towards the end the whole fantasy suite situation yeah so that that has happened before I think with like Maddie yeah. In a similar situation. Mm-hmm. And I know hers was more like waiting till marriage, I believe, yeah, or like um, her so. religion and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was so interesting to me because, once again, as a viewer, I'm judgy. So mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, <laughs> you knew what was going to happen in the first <laughs> Like, that's how my yeah. brain is thinking. And yeah. I think a lot of people, so when you get the split, totally. the split crowd of people that are like, um, Maddie did the right thing, like she blah, blah, blah. And then you get the other end that's like, well, you knew what you signed up for, and that's yes. what—that's the same man that has sex with three times with Hannah Brown and the, yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. you know, you get the, you get both sides, and right. as a viewer, I uh, see both sides, and right. but my brain is like, okay, so, okay, how can we be upset at this? But you said something that was something that I always talk about when I try recorrect myself is you said that it's the it's really the timeline that makes it difficult mm-hmm. to digest yeah one because you don't know where you're gonna feel when you get there i could talk mess and be like right you should know we you know when you get there but then if i was actually on the show and you're falling in love yeah. with someone and they're like with somebody else that's really hard to swallow probably right. obviously but it's a timeline because you guys once the fantasy suites are over there's only like a week left before the engagement mm-hmm. right so in my brain like thinking of like for you too it's yeah how could you be with two other women mm-hmm. when you have to propose when you're supposed to propose to someone that next week? Yeah. Um, it's like so close together. And it's like, did you really need to know? Like, did right. you need to know what that was like first before you did this? Yeah. And I was like, me and Alex, me and Alex were talking about it. Alex being a stupid man. He was <laughs> like, he was like, I mean, you gotta know. Yeah. Like, yeah you gotta yeah. know what it's like with the other two. And I'm yeah. like, well, that's just how I feel like that's a, a I, mentality. I get it both ways. Like, yeah. I genuinely do. And I actually have, like, so much respect for Maddie because I think it's good that she expressed mm-hmm. it up front, which I did not do. And I think there's a part, like, seeing that season and seeing the backlash she got because people mm-hmm. were like, you can't tell him how to do this. Like, this is an ultimatum. That's not fair. Like, this is an experience. You should be able to experience it. And I think that was kind of my mentality was, like, I really saw that, like, so much backlash on mm-hmm. her for that And I remember like being in that situation and feeling that way where I'm like, if you are in love with other people or if you're into with other people, like no effing way I'm putting a ring on my finger. No way. Mm -hmm. Not a chance in hell. Mm -hmm. Not because I'm like, oh, you disrespected me, but because I'm like, I can't start a healthy relationship if you're literally in love with somebody else. Yeah. How? How am I supposed to walk out of here with you, engage to you and be like, this is so exciting. This is wonderful. When I know that deep down you're coping with the loss of somebody that you're in love with. Mm-hmm. Like that is bizarre to me. But I also feel like I I also knew, I was like, there's two other people here. I don't want to be, I don't want to like tell him how to move forward in this. And I don't want to tell him like how he should or shouldn't do this. Like I've, and I think a lot of that came from seeing the backlash that Maddie got mm-hmm. where people were like, you shouldn't give an ultimatum. Like, yeah. you know what you signed up for, whatever. And, like, 100%, like, my biggest regret is that that conversation should have been private. Like, Mm. I should have never brought it up on camera. I regret doing it for sure. It's, like, my biggest regret of all of it. Mm -hmm. But that being said, like, it doesn't take away the fact that I'm, like, oh, no, I'm not about to get engaged. Yeah. If, like, and and that's the thing is, like, when we ended up, like, getting together after the show – he was coping with the loss of Gabby and Rachel. Yeah. He loved both of them. And at the time, he believed he was in love with them. 
Um, and I think like in retrospect, he's like, oh, I think that I had love for them. But like I was it was so confusing when you're there. He's like, you think you're in love and it feels like you're in love. And in, at no point in the real world are you ever dating like multiple women that seriously mm -hmm. at the same time, unless you're just like a player. Yeah. And he's never been that kind of person. So it was just very confusing yeah. for him. And he did have to like mourn those losses. Mm -hmm. And he did. And like I had to be very patient with that and be like comforting through that, which is so weird because there were times when he was like genuinely worried about both of them. Mm -hmm. And Gabby and I were really, really close. So like I stayed in touch with her pretty, pretty closely, like through the process of like after the show. Um, but Rachel and I weren't as close as Gabby and I were. So just like when we were on the show, so I didn't have as much insight to Rachel. I didn't have as much access to her. So I didn't know, like I know with Gabby, like I was able to be there for her as a friend and I would be like, how is Rachel? Like, and I was also so afraid of getting caught that mm -hmm. I was with him because it was like, quote unquote, the first time this has ever happened. Yeah. Nobody can know. Like my sister didn't even know until the finale night aired. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like my best friend knew, Gabby knew, and then Marlena knew. Yeah. But those are the only people that knew. And I was so afraid. I wasn't even like talking to the other girls because it, I was so afraid of like telling somebody and then getting like the – like you get fined if yeah. people – if you like tell people. So I was like very, very quiet about it all. Um, but it was, I mean, that was a part of what was so hard when you come off the show. It's like the thing that I didn't want, the thing that I was like, I want to step away from this because I can't start a healthy relationship like this. It was like something I had to deal with. And it wasn't as bad as I thought. Like mm -hmm. I was very like patient with myself and with him where I was like, he was just like in like seemingly in love with two people. Yeah. And now he's like no longer in communication with them. He can't check on them. He's mm -hmm. not like like friends with them on social media mm -hmm. so like it's just like this really bizarre situation and I get both sides where it's like I mean personally I would I mean I shouldn't say never but I would probably never get engaged with somebody if I haven't like been with them physically yeah. like yeah. that's just probably not in the cards mm -hmm. for me um but I also would certainly never get engaged with somebody who's like in love with somebody else or yeah, has like too. been intimate with somebody else <laughs> yeah. within the last week like yeah both of those things don't exist in my reality right and so like my thought was like this is how I feel this is like what makes sense to me um and I and I guess my thought was like I respect whatever whatever you got to do to get like to get to where you need to be but I don't have to want to move forward mm -hmm. and so I think like both can be true where it's mm -hmm. like he can have whatever experiences he wants and needs to like get to the bottom of like who he wants to be with yeah but I don't have to want to be with you you yeah. know it's not just about who you get to pick mm -hmm. like it's we all story too. yeah absolutely yeah. I feel like people forget that part because mm -hmm. you think you sign up for his show. Right. And it's like, well, this is your life and your mm -hmm. love story as well. Yeah, so you I have the right to have boundaries. <laughs> yeah. I have to leave here with yeah. possibly with you. Yeah. So like, yeah, 100%. Mm -hmm. And obviously like on top of that, it's like it's not always um, like, you know, it's not like he's always accessible to you. So mm -hmm. like if there was an opportunity, like maybe that maybe would have made I mean, certainly it would be great to have like been able to express my opinions, but I didn't even feel like it was entirely my place and there wasn't like a great time to do it mm -hmm. so it was just like a weird situation in general but that is like probably my biggest regret is having that conversation on camera mm. just because of how it all went down and it, yeah it, <laughs> Ooh, child yeah. <laughs> I get some water after that yeah <laughs> yeah I mean I remember seeing too it's you were very understanding and you kept reiterating that like I understand both mm -hmm. sides and I think that's what made you so mature in this situation like how you're even saying you have to kind of help him heal mm -hmm. because he was getting over two other women yeah um and that's something that most people don't have to do so like that's why i'm like you have to have grace with people as a viewer because yeah. you don't know what that looks like behind closed doors mm -hmm. and like 
you're like what in what world are you healing your man to get over his exes literally and that like, that would never be a thing no and that's why like when i was there in that moment i was like this is so serious for everybody mm-hmm. like everybody's invested at this point i did not think i honestly didn't think it was gonna be me at that mm-hmm. point either so i really didn't even think it was gonna be that big of a deal like i thought it was like oh yeah you're probably not my person Susie. yeah like i just thought his connections were stronger with both of the other women mm-hmm. and so i think i just i just like didn't even I, I just didn't even, like, weigh out how huge that was going to be yeah. for me. Did you – you were, like, really apologetic during that scene when mm-hmm. you had left. When you watched it back, did you feel like did, – did you like how you responded or did you feel less apologetic? Because when I watched it, I was like, I don't think she needed to be that apologetic mm-hmm. where it felt almost like um, you were being – I don't know the right term, but, like, it was, like, almost aggressive. But like, so mm-hmm. your your feelings didn't seem as valid and like yeah. you were in the wrong. That's right. what it felt like. It was like high energy scene. Yeah. And then you were just like apologizing and like trying to be like, but I just want you to know, yeah, like, you know, like pleading for like, yeah, help, help I'm sorry. Um, So when you watched it back, were you kind of like, oh, oh it was really upsetting. Oh, no, okay. it was like really upsetting to watch back. And I think like the only thing that made me feel it's tough because like what didn't show and is like what Clayton was going through in his mind in that moment. And what I was able to understand in that moment in a way that viewers weren't was that he thought I was leaving to go be the bachelorette. And so mm-hmm. his perspective mm-hmm. was like, oh, she's self-eliminating right now because she doesn't care about me and she's going to go be the bachelorette. And this is like what we've now discovered post-show is that he realized in that moment, like, um, and like the week before that a girl had been kind of like exposed for like, sabotaging relationships supposedly sabotaging Mm. relationships and like telling people things that weren't true and saying like oh he's already picked me and stuff like Mm. that um just to get people to eliminate and he was just like really taken aback that like there were people there that were just like doing crazy stuff like that and so then he got in his mind that night that i was self-eliminating and that i was like in conspiracy with producers to like go beat the bachelorette Mm. and that was my out but and he could not grasp the concept of like, I I can't start a healthy relationship like this. This doesn't feel healthy anymore. Yeah. And I don't want to, I don't want to move forward. And I'm allowed to not want to move forward. And it it might suck and it might break your heart, but like I would have had so much more respect and we would have had we would have actually had a chance and an opportunity outside of this world mm-hmm. if you had respected my decision, if you'd respected me. You know what I mean? Like, that mm-hmm. way he treated me that night. Like, that's one of the biggest things we had to overcome where I was like, I will never be treated like that again. Like, mm-hmm. I felt, like, so disrespected. Mm-hmm. And I and now, having had the conversations we've had off camera and stuff, it's like, I understand that that was coming from a place of, like, you let me fall in love with you and now you're self-eliminating to go become the bachelorette or whatever. Right, yeah. Um, or whatever he was thinking in that moment. But to me, I'm like, how can you not understand that, like, this is freaking crazy. Yeah, Like this nuts. is a crazy concept to ask me to just be okay with whatever. Yeah. And then want to move forward no matter what. The fact that you're in love. You are in love with two yeah. women besides yeah. me and me. Yeah. Like how – I mean, yeah, it was just so bizarre. So um, it was really hard to watch back. And I think that in that moment, like I was so apologetic because I was like, wow, I just like – made a huge mess mm-hmm. and I I had no clue that like bringing that conversation up on camera that one it would like expose the other women because I think the way I worded it was like I don't even need to know like who or what or whatever yeah I just know that like if you've been intimate or if you are like in love like I don't think I can move forward mm-hmm. like and and I didn't want any information but like 
I remember him saying like, they can cut this part. And I'm like, they're not going to cut anything. No. So like, keep your mouth shut right now. Yeah. So it just became so messy so quick. And I think that's why I was so apologetic because I was like, oh my gosh, this is getting so out of control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I felt like in my mind, I was like, I should have just like taken the fantasy suite. And like, mm. I know I should have just done that. And mm. it was just, it just got so messy. Because you guys don't have cameras in the fantasy mm-hmm. suite. That's like exactly. the only time. And you can tell during that conversation, he was trying to navigate his words. Like he was like not saying that he slept with both of them, mm-hmm. but just in a way that was, and then he finally just said it. Yeah. It, you could tell that you guys are trying to navigate how to go I about know. it because the cameras are there, what's going to be in the scene and right. everything. And um, it was so confusing because I was like, I think at first he was like, oh, I have like done one of each or whatever or something mm-hmm. like that. And so I'm like, wait, so are you in love with somebody and then slept with somebody else? Because I'm like, yeah. that's also not right. Like if you're in love with somebody and then just like, having intimate, you know, relationships with another Mm -hmm. person, to me, I'm like, that's like painful for whoever you were in love with. Mm -hmm. So then I'm thinking, okay, he's in love with one person. He's been intimate with somebody. And I'm like, this is so confusing. Like, and then, then he came out and was like, it's like, I'm in love with everybody and it's everybody. And I was like, oh my gosh, like you're in love with all three of us. (laughs) Yeah, I was so confused. I was so confused. It's really like a, um, like going back to the bar example, it's Mm -hmm. basically just the bachelor to me. It's like, you're dating, like you're normally would date in like the first couple months of relationship. But the end result here is supposed to be an engagement where the end result in the real world is just, we be my girlfriend. Yeah. Like exactly. that's, it's way, the, the, the range is crazy. Exactly. And, but it's the same timeline, which makes it really difficult. Mm-hmm. So when you guys got back together and you guys revealed that at the um, reunion and everything, yeah. were you nervous about how people would mm-hmm. receive that? Yeah, I was terrified. Um, I definitely knew it wouldn't be received well. Mm-hmm. And I think like even my, one of my good friends texted me like a week before and she was like, it's not too late to run. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, I can't like, and I care so much about him and I love him like as a person at the time, like we weren't even, we were just like in survival mode. Like it Mm -hmm. wasn't like we were in a happy, like, oh my God, this is so exciting. Like it was not good times for us Mm -hmm. as humans. And we actually flew out to LA a week early because like Clayton was in such a bad place that I was like, he needs to be with somebody. Like, can Mm -hmm. you fly us out and put us up? Because this is actually not good. Not Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and so I was like very worried about his well-being and I, I honestly felt like I was about to be like America's biggest villain because of Mm -hmm. how everything happened where it's like, I I walked away at the end, which is what I needed to do for Mm -hmm. myself. I was like, get me the hell out of here. Yeah. I'm not leaving here with you. Like Mm -hmm. you were at the time I was like, you were crazy. Yeah. Um, but then having the conversations that we had afterwards where he's like, I thought you were like in cahoots with producers and you were going to be the bachelorette and whatever. And like, he was convinced that that's what was happening that night. So, like, I had empathy and understanding that that's why those conversations happened the way they did, even though I still don't agree with them. But um, I was really nervous. And I also was, like, so many people and women, like, are watching this. And, like, the way he treated me, I did think was wrong, especially without the context of, Mm -hmm. like, what he was going through internally. Um, And so, like, for people to see me, like, take him back, there was a part of me that was, like, oh, this is going to be such a, like, loss for women, mm-hmm. you know, to be, like, treated poorly by somebody seemingly. And, well, yeah, I was. And and then, like, to go back to him, um, it was, like, it was tough because, like, at the time, I mean, in all honesty, the right thing to do, in my opinion, was to be with him, like, to mm-hmm. stand by him. Yeah. Even if it was as a friend. Yeah. Like, I was, like, I, like, we, yes, we're in a relationship, whatever, but, like, it's not, like, we're in mm-hmm. this happy, like, Oh my gosh, we're so excited. Even though that's how it like played on TV. Yeah. The reality was like we were going through a lot, like deep, dark stuff. And we were 
just navigating it the best that we could. And mm-hmm. like we just, I just had to show up on TV and be like, yeah, wow, this is great. It's exciting. But like the truth was like we were in a dark place the night yeah. before. Like it was very, very mm-hmm. sad. And um, and in all honesty, like Clayton's a wonderful person. Mm-hmm. And I think that like when we started dating, I was just like holding on to like the wonderful things that I did see about him. And it's like after the show, things got tough like in general. And I was like, I just need to like – both of us, we like, we just need to like get through this period mm-hmm. and we'll, then we'll see if we can actually work in the real world. Yeah. And so we were kind of just in this like limbo of like, this is, this is a weird situation that we're navigating. Let's just like help each other through this. And we obviously loved each other and like cared about each other and we wanted to have a happy relationship, but it was just dark times, yeah. you know? Oh, that's so, that's the thing that people don't see either. Yeah. So it's so easy to judge once mm-hmm. again, as a viewer, everyone's like, why'd you take him back? But also, what's so funny about that is people are such hypocrites because it's like half of y'all are getting cheated on all the time <laughs> and you be taking your man back. Yeah. She, like your situation is different because totally. he wasn't technically cheating because it oh, was a no. show. And I'm like, so the girls that are typing oh, yeah. that are so mad, I'm like, didn't you just take your man back last week and he been cheating on you all year? <laughs> Literally. Interesting. Literally. You know, everyone's just like, everyone's just a hypocrite. Yeah. And also, I think the other half people that are like, we're disappointed is some people, it depends on how you view sex too. Like some mm-hmm, people view true. it like um, it's... It's a done deal. Like there, once you have sex, you mm-hmm. are my man, oh, or right. you are with me. Um, and if you don't view it that way, then it's easier to get over. Like mm-hmm. you were saying, like before you marry someone, you'd want to, you know, do the deed, yeah. get into test it, it, test it, it out, out, take you know, it for a drive, right, take a road drive <laughs> before you get to that point. Yeah. So therefore, it would mentally be easier for you to forgive that because you oh, don't yeah. look at sex as something that it has to be with the person you are dying in love with, or no. you know, one of those. But some people look at it like that. So I think when they mm-hmm. watched you take him back, it was also kind of like. I can never do that. Like he slept with two other women. Like how gross. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you know, and right. I, I'm, I'm the same way in the sense of I would have been able to get over that too, just because I'm like, people be fucking. Yeah. People it, be fucking. <laughs> yeah. It is, it is what it is. It is what it is, yeah. honestly. And, and I think that like for me, I think also coming from the situationship that I was in beforehand where we were like exclusive and then I found out he was like actually with other people. Like mm-hmm. that was so painful. Yeah. And like coming onto the show, it's like that probably left me with a piece of myself that was like very guarded in mm-hmm. that sense where I'm like, oh, like the physical and emotional connection were hand in hand with me in that little, you know, fling that I was in. And I was like, and that was so painful when I found out he was with other people. So like I literally had that and like a month later it was like on the show. Mm-hmm. So it's like that was probably like a sensitivity to me mm-hmm. as well, which mm-hmm. like – I think I would still feel the same way today where I'm like, I'm not getting engaged to somebody in a yeah. week. And like in the show, it's crazy in general, like to get engaged. Mm-hmm. But like, I just think at the end of the day, it's like I probably was like very sensitive to having come from that previous experience as yeah. well, like right before, you know. Mm-hmm. And how's your friends and family and even the girls on the show? How did mm-hmm. they take that when you guys were back together? Um, I don't think great. Mm-hmm. Um, My parents were supportive of me, like no matter what. Mm-hmm. They met him and they thought he was like very nice and um they loved him like and he is like a genuinely good human being like at his core he is a wonderful person mm-hmm. um i think like it was really hard to watch that fantasy sweet date night um it actually makes me emotional when i think about it cuz i sat i was by my brother when we were watching it and he my siblings didn't know exactly what happened um and i think my brother like kind of knew i was with him but I hadn't like exclusively told him yet. And um, we were sitting beside each other at my parent at my parents' house on the couch. And he like looks over at me and he like it makes me want to cry when I say it. But mm-hmm. he like looked over at me, he grabbed my hand, and he had tears in his eyes, and he was like, I'm so proud of you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like 
that just meant so much because yeah. like he didn't even know what was going to happen but he was like most people would just like take whatever and be like oh I'm okay with whatever but he's like you like held true to who you are mm-hmm. and like what you were feeling in that moment he's like I'm just so proud of you as a person mm-hmm. and yeah and then like the next week he was making fun of Clayton like yeah. <laughs> when I was literally with him and he didn't know Clayton yeah. he, was, like, he was on speakerphone and he was like my brother was like, I'm so broken, like quoting Clayton. <laughs> no. And I was like, oh my gosh, like take him off speakerphone, yeah, off speakerphone. Yeah. But um, he, I mean, he, Clayton had to deal with that, yes, you know, like from the did. friends, like yes. the, you got it. It is what it is. It comes to the territory. It is. It comes to the territory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Clayton called him out when he met him. He was like, I was on speaker. You were on speakerphone when You're you were saying that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I yeah. think, I think what you guys showed you and Clayton and you specifically showed it's okay not to know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think people need to see that. Like, once again, people can be so judgmental and as an outsider, but it's like we all don't know what's going on in life a lot of times. And yeah. we don't know how we're gonna, you know, navigate or the next relationship or navigate our current relationship. Mm-hmm. But you guys went through a hard time, we got back together, and then it didn't end up working out. But when you were on the reunion, it's like you did you didn't have all the answers. Right. And it's okay not to have all the answers. I think people expect you guys in those positions on those shows to like have an answer. Right say or even with pageants like have an answer say it yeah. correctly end it with the period and that's just what it is mm-hmm. you know but there's so many layers to it that you guys probably had so many conversations outside of the show when the show was over mm-hmm. that people never even heard oh, yeah. obviously so and you guys were able to make that work at the time so towards the end so when i saw that you guys had broken up it was like i swore there was like a post of you guys like doing an ad or something like before or oh, just right post before, together yes. yeah, so yeah, when yeah. i scrolled and i saw that i was like <laughs> Hold up. They were just together <laughs> making coins. <laughs> like, what is going on? So, That's so when, funny. what was that timeline? Like, when did you, was there a moment when you knew like this was not going to work out? Yeah, I think so. So, um, I, and I always say, I'm like, before anything, like, we at a human level love each other, respect each other, care about each other. And actually, we, after we broke up, we spent like a week together in the apartment that I lived in in Virginia Beach before he moved to Arizona. So, mm-hmm. like, uh and we were civil and like it was normal whatever it was not like weird i mean one night was weird because it was right after we broke up and he was like very upset like very like didn't want to talk to me and stuff like that and i'm like okay like whatever mm-hmm. like you're in my house yeah but okay <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah um and then the next day he like came to me and was like i don't want this to like be weird and like i love you so much and i like i do want to end things on like positive terms or whatever mm-hmm. so so then it was like totally normal from that point on um, but it was like right after we had a trip to Bali together and we just like, we just weren't working. Mm-hmm. Like we were not collab. I would say we weren't collaborative in mm-hmm. the way that we live our lives. Um, and I don't know the timeline like between Bali and like the breakup, but I know that it was like pretty shortly after that, that we were just like, yeah, this just like, isn't working for us but we did yeah we did have a brand deal that um we actually love we both have the deal separately and then Mm -hmm. we were like let's just can we do it together yeah and they let us do it together um and then the timeline was that it was supposed to go live like very pretty close to the break yeah and we were like oh okay but we like knew i i don't i think we were still together when we posted it or maybe we, we had filmed it and then we posted it really close to like the breakup yeah um but yeah i mean we we were on fine terms. Like, we were in Bali having fun together. Mm-hmm. It's just we weren't working. Mm-hmm. Like, we want – honestly, we wanted different things from each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I was talking about this yesterday with Nick, and I was like, I I think that, like, he wants somebody that's a little bit more, like, 
chill mm-hmm. and i want somebody that's a little bit more like chivalrous mm-hmm. like my like i think that was like one of the big things we talked about was that he was like you're i think your standards your expectations are like too high in a relationship and i was like i think yeah that you can rise to meet them yeah okay or i'll find somebody else yeah and, absolutely and um but i think that's just a matter of like what you're looking for like he will find somebody that's like a little bit more chill probably but like i just have like I just have my expectations. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you've been a queen since you were a teenager. I've been like, a queen. <laughs> what do you expect? You got to treat her like royalty. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that was like that timeline. Because like, I, I remember like, I literally remember that ad. Yes. I was like. So many people commented on it. And I was like, oh, please, please don't comment on it. Like, I want to keep the yeah. band <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's so funny. But so now, so kind of segueing out of that, just mm-hmm. wrap it all up. So since. Now with your newfound fame no. and everything. <laughs> okay. Um, how has that been? Like the career shift of, mm-hmm. you know, you still have your own thing, your own business going on and being yeah. a videographer, but then in the the same light, you're an influencer and mm-hmm. have this um like this platform. So do you yeah. plan to keep like elevating that? Like, do you have management? Mm-hmm. Like what's going on with the social media? Yeah, so I have an amazing management team, Bouge Media. Mm-hmm. Um, I met with Cleo like right. Well, it was after the show and it was really crazy because she was like, what do you want to do? And I think that I had been so like wrapped up and focused on like survival that I was like, it was a realization where I was like, oh my gosh, like I actually do have a large following and a, and a large platform now. And I was like, I haven't even thought about like what I want to do because I've been in survival mode this whole time. Um, but Cleo is like one of the most amazing people. Like I would almost say like a role model, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's just like such an amazing woman. Um, so I feel really good having her in my corner. She's just so encouraging and she like wants to support me and what I want to do with my life and my career. Um, obviously the influencer stuff is fun and it's great because it like, I, I feel like in a sense it like buys back my time Mm -hmm. because, um, with videography, it's like, I have so many passions and like, yes, I, I'm still a wedding videographer, but with the move and stuff, I didn't book a Virginia season. So mm-hmm. I'm doing only travel weddings this coming season, which is what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's good. But then at the same time, like if I do have other like hustle, like side hustles or work coming in that buys back the time where it's like, okay, if I have enough money to pay my bills, then I can actually work on a passion project, which yeah. like for me would be doing like a, either like a, a web series about, uh, like a docu, like a mini documentary series mm-hmm. or something like that. Like I can take my camera and go interview people and, um, show showcase these cool stories of people that like that's like what I want to do like yeah. if I could get paid to do that that would be the dream mm-hmm. but like there's not a budget in that off the bat you know yeah. what I mean so like to be able to do something like whether it's posting an ad or doing an influencer gig it's like it buys back my time so I can go do a passion project and yeah, like, at least totally. that's how I'm seeing mm-hmm. it so um, I feel super fortunate and super excited about that yeah Um, it's definitely like a whole new world but I think even just being out here for the week it's like it's so fun meeting all these amazing people who are doing cool things mm-hmm. and um, I just feel like it's so many like-minded people that yes. are like not even like trying to make it but it's like just trying to like live live out their dream yeah whatever that looks like mm-hmm. and I think and I don't even know what that looks like for me because I'm like I don't need to like be rich and famous, but like, I want to, I think I just want to do what I'm passionate about, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So buy back my time. Yeah. <laughs> Let me do what and I that's do. why like Susie's going to move to LA mm-hmm. um, next month. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think this move will be so good for you just because it's like you said, like-minded people. Yeah. Everyone's grinding. Everyone's working hard and everyone's just trying to navigate the entertainment industry. And yeah. what's so cool is that we can all help each other and like navigate it together. Right. Um, you have all the, your friends in your corner mm-hmm. and everything. If you ever need an assistant at your destination to travel, 
Um, Ooh, I'm your girl. Okay. We can go places together. We can, <laughs> we can vlog. We can vlog. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Wait. And you know so a little fun. bit about cameras. So like yes. you can actually work the camera. Yeah. You know I what can I be mean? Your yes. So catch us in, you know, Cabo. Catch us in Cabo <laughs> next Cabo month. Next month. Literally. Doing a wedding. Yes. Wait, that'd be, wait. Honestly, wait a like, second. Dead ass. I actually have a couple inquiries. <laughs> Feel oh free to God. slide into the DMs, yeah. y'all. <laughs> so LA's your next move. Okay. So to wrap it up, the two questions. Would you. One, are you dating? Would you are you willing to date right now? Mm. And then two, would you do Bachelor in Paradise or become the Bachelorette? Ooh, okay, great question. So I haven't been on a single date yet, mm-hmm. but I've like spent time with some cute guys, you know, here and there. Okay. Okay. She's out there. The, She's ready. The DMs are open. Okay. Oh, they're full, the flip the, blood in. <laughs> I wish. Um, no, so yeah, I, I'm definitely like open to dating. Yeah. But like I did meet a really great guy and I have so much fun with him. But I also met this place where I'm like, I don't want any distractions. Like there's yeah. a part of me that's like, I just want to focus on myself mm-hmm. and my career and like just live my life and enjoy my life. And I also think like timeline wise, like I just came out of a relationship with Clayton. I mean, I say just, but it was in early September Mm. and I was like healing and now I'm moving to LA and it's like, I, there's a part of me that's like, I just want to be alone, like to just focus on myself in general. But at the same time, like if I've met a good guy, which I have met a great guy, um, or if I, you know, meet other nice people, it's like, I don't want to close myself off to like possibly meeting the right person Mm -hmm. for me. I just hope, like, whoever I do end up, like, seeing or dating or whatever, um, I just hope they're, like, patient with me because yeah. I think that, like, I I don't want to regret, like, jumping back into something and then, like, getting distracted from work or mm-hmm. networking or my dreams or my goals. So that's yeah. where I'm at with that. Would I do Bachelor in Paradise or Bachelorette? I think that – I think that's a tough question. I think – I originally, when I first came on the show, I was like, hell no. If you see me at the beach, you know that times are tough. Yeah. And you know that, like, <laughs> n- the DMs are dry. Yeah. Like, you know that I've got, I am desperate. Yeah. But I will say, like, it, I do think it would be fun. Mm-hmm. I was saying yesterday, I was like, I wonder, like, how funny would it be if Clayton and I were down there together at the oh beach? Oh my gosh. But, like, yeah. low key, we're on such good terms that, like, if that ever happened, which, God forbid, I don't think that he wants to go back and I don't, like, want to go back. Yeah. I hope I'm in a relationship by that yeah. time next year. But um, I low-key think it would be so funny and such a great, like, storyline if we were down there together and, like, supporting each other through it. But I don't, like, anticipate that. And, Mm -hmm. like, I think that Clayton is genuinely looking for his person. And I know I'm also genuinely looking. I don't know that, like, reality TV is the best place to find it. Mm -hmm. But I'm open to it. And um, if they want to make me The Bachelor, they're going to have to make me an executive producer on the show. (laughs) You heard it here first. Those are my demands. Those are my demands. No, that would be such a cool opportunity, though, for you to be, like, a producer on the the show. Right. It just is, like, full circle. I would need, like, a lot of creative control, though, because I'm, like, we got to change some of the process around here. Yeah. Yeah, change the game. Make change it more the game. Up, updated, 23 yeah, vibes. Exactly. It's, it's, it's giving 2006. It's giving 2006. <laughs> it's giving 2006, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, this was so fun. So fun. Yay. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you so much for coming on Dear Imani. <laughs> I can't wait for her to move to LA because then we'll be around each other all the time. I know. I'm yeah, so excited. Like, <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. I'm so excited for you. Yes. The opportunities are going to flow, your career, Aww. everything, your love life oh, all of it whew. we'll see we'll yeah see. we'll see we'll see so if you you know if you're interested slide in her dms slide in. <laughs> they are open they're open they might be in the request section right now yeah. but 
but you, you'll get to the main line yeah. maybe one day. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for watching and watching and listening to the podcast today. This was such a cool and exciting episode. Thank you so much to Susie, my friend, my sis for coming on the show. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. You can watch the full episode on YouTube and make sure to send in your stories and questions at dearymoney.com. Reminder, I am not responsible for the outcome of any advice you take from me. Unless it's good, then I get all the credit. See you next week. Mwah!